The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Well, have you been missing me? Seems like I've been off the air for a couple of weeks. I had to get a new computer and I'm still learning it, still trying to figure it out. And there's been some new things with Spotify that I've had to adjust to and try to figure out. But you know what? My God is so faithful. The last two weeks, I recorded a podcast. It just didn't get published. But I couldn't find my intro with my new computer because I don't have my old files on my computer or at least I didn't think I did. I was talking to a friend of mine this week and she was telling me that I could go to my atheist friend and he would help me, which I know he would. He'd be glad to, but he's busy. He's got life in his own way going on. And I said, no, you know what? God has led me to this podcast. Christ is the one that's it's all about. And the Holy Spirit will give me the power to do this. I get on my on the computer today and I go to my email where I had a link for my intro. I went, how do I get that into a file? So, like I usually do, I Googled it, and it gave me the recipe to do that. God is so good to me, but he's good to me in other ways. On August the 29th, 2023, my husband and I will have been married 59 years. That's right. For two people who should have never even been dating because we had nothing in common. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. We were not alike in personalities. We grew up in different way of living. He had seven siblings. I had none. He lived on a farm. I grew up in the city. He loves the outdoors because he grew up on a farm. I don't like summer being out in the weather because it's hot and I sweat. The bugs love my blood, mosquitoes especially. I'm not a winter fan other than the fact I would rather have winter than summer because I tell people I can put on more than I can take off. But I don't go out in the winter either. 
Well, my going out times is spring and fall. I can handle them. He loves fishing and hunting and yuck. I didn't have any desire to do either one of them. I don't like to touch dead animals of any kind. I don't think I could kill Bambi. Just don't think I could do that. He's very quiet, very reserved. Me, I'm the mouth. It doesn't go all the time, but it goes a lot of the time. He's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. You see, we had nothing in common except three things. And for me, I believe the Holy Spirit gave them to me to find my husband. Because you see, I had three requirements if you wanted to marry me. Number one, you couldn't be a man that drank. I have nothing against anyone drinking. Don't get me wrong. If you want to drink, that's your business. That's between you and God. But for me, I grew up in an alcoholic family. My dad was an alcoholic. And he was angry all of the time. He had brothers and sisters that were alcoholics. And I saw the damage it did to marriages, to families, especially to children, and even to the person themselves. I had an aunt that called my dad one day and said, I need you to come over here. The ants are eating me up. He goes to her apartment. She's sitting in a corner and there were no ants anywhere in that apartment but in her mind because of alcoholism the ants were eating on her so I didn't want that a part of my life the second thing I didn't want a truck driver for a husband don't get me wrong again I love truck drivers. As long as your trucks are rolling, it's going to be okay. When the trucks stop rolling, you're in deep trouble. But my dad was a truck driver. And when the court awarded him custody of me, that's what he did. He drove a truck. And he was gone all of the time. In my first six years of life, I may have seen my dad once a year, possibly twice, but I don't think so. Because he was out on the road, he was gone. And so he and I never got to bond together as father and daughter. And that was an issue in our relationship even as an adult 
But the third thing, you had to be a Christian. And at the time, my husband told me he was a Christian. He thought he was a Christian. Later in life, he discovered he really didn't have that personal relationship. But at the time, he was. He thought he was. We went to church. Everything. God exposed the fact that he wasn't later in our marriage. But those were the three qualifications I had for a man to ask me to marry him. Now, I had a guy that I dated for a couple of years. He asked me to marry him. But you see, I had the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in me. And I knew he liked the women. And I wasn't ready to deal with that. And so I had to tell him no. And I really liked the guy. He and I actually had things in common. But he wasn't for me. So two people that should have never even met, much less dated, got married on August the 29th. 1964. Never thought we would both live to see 59 years of marriage. I had people actually tell me, you'll never survive one year of marriage because we were so different. But you see, when you've got God on your side, you have the power of the Holy Spirit and you have his grace in front of you every day, every moment, it can take you a long way, a lot further than you ever thought you could go. And you could do things that you never thought you would be capable of doing. I never thought I could be capable of loving a man that Love fishing and hunting so much because he was he's always gone fishing and hunting on the weekends when we first got married and I didn't understand that I was 18 years old I was green as a gourd didn't know anything about life and sure didn't know anything about marriage other than the fact he was my husband and the Holy Spirit had told me I had no right to change him into the person I thought he ought to be. But he told me, if you let me change you, I'll let you watch me change him. Oh, how he's changed me. Because that moment I didn't doubt what he said. And I chose at that moment to never gripe or complain about him going fishing or hunting. That was my choice. But you see, the Spirit had told me, let me change you. He changed that in me. He was the one that gave me the power to do that. 
And down through the years, there's been many things that he's changed about my outlook on my marriage. Because I grew up not being loved. And here this man I thought loved me didn't seem to love me. And yet the Holy Spirit let me know the only love I knew was his love. And his love is so different from what my husband can offer me. So I had to sit down and think about what was it about him that I did appreciate. I appreciated the fact that I could set my clock by him coming home from work. He trusted me enough that he walked in on one Friday, handed me his checkbook, the bills, and his check. And he said, you take care of the money. He's never questioned me. The only question he ever has for me, do we have enough money for me to do this or that? And if I say, well, can you wait a few weeks? He'll say, yeah. That's the only question I get about his money. I could always count on the fact that he would help me if I really needed help. I just simply learned not to ask for a lot of help. I would simply go to the Holy Spirit and say, will you help me? I appreciate the fact that when I told him, I wouldn't complain about him fishing or hunting, but I didn't ever want to hear him complain about me doing anything because I was doing nothing wrong. And he has allowed me to have that privilege. I can go anywhere I want to, do anything I want to, and he never questions me because you trust me. And now in my older years, as I have health issues, I have seen more compassion out of my husband than I have in our early marriage. He takes good care of me. He lets me know he, he's here for me. He's going to take care of me and anything I need, he'll get. Anything I can't do, he'll do it if he can. That's what marriage is all about. Can you handle a man who seemingly doesn't love you? Yes. God's grace will help you do that. And he'll you can show him mercy despite the fact he's not being the person you think he needs to be let him be the person god wants him to be but i hope that this podcast i know it's a little different there's not a scripture other than the fact that his grace is sufficient 
in all things, including marriage. I hope you can take some of this advice, possibly use it in your own marriage. Or if you're a young person looking for a mate to be with, know that you don't have to be exactly alike and you don't have to have a whole lot in common. But as long as you've got God as the core of your marriage, the center of who you are, whether it be the center of him or not, but the center core of you, his grace will lead you to 59 years too. You have a blessed week this week, and I hope I'm on the air again. Bye for now.